Welcome to the Bellingham Podcast for the week of January 24th, 2021. This is episode 178. From that second part city by the Salish Sea, I am AJ Barce. And baby, it's cold outside in 9226. I am Chris Powell. On this episode, AJ and I are continuing the conversation because we just like to talk about sustainable, minimal approaches to the things we buy, what we consume, and how we dispose of stuff. Won't you join in the conversation on this chilly, late January uh, timeframe? This, for those of you who know that I don't have any kind of catchy lead in, is the Bellingham Podcast. Chris, your voice is catchy enough. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm 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 bitterly cold. It is, uh, yeah. It's it's a. Uh, I'm really looking forward to springtime. Yes. I'm really looking forward to uh, 65 degrees and some sunshine. Uh, boy, it's not there yet. AJ, how are you doing? Good, but we are we are back and we are under our. Uh, sh- shall we call this our our? I don't know. Woodland retreat studio known as uh, Wacom Falls Park. This is uh, the Bellingham Podcast Studio C. Ah, Studio. C. C for the, the, the C is like Cedar? the third one. Well, no, A is uh, oh, our oh. previous one. B is you know downtown and blah blah blah. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> we are we're still at Wacom Falls Park, and uh, boy, it's it's chilly out there. Let's continue that conversation about uh, last episode where we talked about the packaging of a lot of materials that we order online or from other uh, venues, and how can we uh, take a look at some products and see it from a different uh, lens as far as how we can consume what we need to consume, but just in a little less bulk. Yep. Go. So, so let's, we're going to break down a few different kinds of products. And again, at the top of the show, I I, want to say like all of these products are not endorsed or promoted, or we're not on the take on any of these. These are just stuff that we like. Agent, I just think they're cool. So let's start in the bathroom. Okay. So, uh, we all, we all have, we all have to sweat. Yeah, and some of us stink more than others when we sweat. So funny enough, so I had to look into like why, because I, I, I'm, I'm, am a gentleman who definitely gets a sweat on, okay? And that, whether that be, <laughs> I'm, I'm quietly laughing right now. <laughs> I'm just not going to comment on that. Please continue. Well, no, whether whether it is, uh, you know, I'm fairly outdoorsy or stuff, but um, you know, like doing business and you got to do presentations and you're on your feet all day or whatever, like you know. So whether it's stress or you're putting stress on your body, we all got to sweat. Okay. Absolutely. And for pretty much years, like I, I kind of thought like, okay, well I need to have an antiperspirant and I didn't realize that deodorant and antiperspirant and like natural, uh, I'll say natural based products that are deodorants are three very different stuffs, like uh, chemically speaking. They don't talk about the chemicals that we're putting on our armpits yeah. on those commercials in the football games. Right, right. And so uh, looking at deodorant, like you've got you've got basically um, like the all natural stuff. And basically they use uh, algae. Um, and what this does is um, and I, I am not a, a doctor, nor do I play one on podcast. But as I understand it, where BO comes from is actually from bacteria that lives on our skin. As we sweat, it's basically water with a little bit of salt. They live there and poof, they make us stank. So in, in essence, a lot of these more natural ways are using algae to basically combat the bacteria and we still sweat. So if you're like me and you sweat profusely, this isn't going to stop you from sweating. It just makes you stop from stinking. And, and stopping from stinking is all of our mission in life. 
what are you using? <laughs> Let's go to a product. <laughs> so there's two there's two products that I've 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 dove, dove dove into. The first one's Bravo Sierra. Those are initials for something, aren't they? Uh, I'm on to them. Yes, Bravo so, Sierra, indeed. Bravo Sierra. They are a uh, a company that basically tailors themselves more towards the U.S. military or military in general, uh, where five percent of their sales go to programs dedicated to the well-being of U.S. military service members, veterans, and and their families. Um, th their product is made here in the United States, and for those that are animal-centric or vegan, they do not test any of their stuff on animals. Dare I say, hoorah. Yes, so with all of that said and done, they basically have kind of a subscription model, but you don't have to like buy this mystery box. You just pick whatever you want, and then if you buy it on the regular, you get a discount. That's basically how it kind of works. Their packaging is very minimal. It's basically silver with black text. Love it. Uh, their pro uh, all of their stuff, their container stuffs are all recyclable. And they're also part of this consortium. And I, I don't know a lot about it. I just want to throw it out for listeners. They're a certified cradle to cradle company. So their, their packaging is cradle to cradle certified bronze. And apparently there's like four, four stages, basic bronze, silver, gold, or platinum. I don't know. And mutant. But basically what it means is that all of the stuff that goes into the container are like uh, ethical and, and, and environmentally sourced and that it's recyclable so that it can break back down so that it can be reused again. Sure. Um, is the, again, I'm not a sustainable uh, scientist, nor do I play on a podcast, but that's my understanding of that type of a company. Um, like I said, I like it. If you're, if I use this, to, this their products usually when I'm um, more mountainside. What products would they be? Uh, do, is there, are they deodorant or? Uh, so you... deodorant, lotion, um, shampoo, shaving. The bathroom products. All of the stuffs. Um, what I've got on order currently, they just uh, did their own hand sanitizer, which obviously in this COVID nineteen era, it's like five bucks a bottle. Ship it to me, baby. Yep. Um, so they got everything for basically your daily use type of stuff. Um, their deodorant specifically is it, it's free from all of the, again, I'm not a chemist nor I play on podcast, but the parabens and all the other bins that you're not supposed to put Alu on your body. The aluminum zircotate. Yeah. Yeah. Which again, I, 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 I don't know. I'm kind of split on that because I understand like the research has shown that like Alzheimer's, there's a link to like aluminum in the body and Alzheimer's. However, best of my scientific understanding, like I don't know if that all comes from using deodorant personally. I mean, if you drink a lot of soda out of cans, I would think the aluminum there would be probably worse, but I am not a scientist. Basically, what we're trying to say is don't go whiskey tango foxtrot. Check out bravosierra.com. <laughs> anyway, let's, speaking of deodorant, there's another one out there that, that you enjoy. <laughs> yeah, the other one's called Helm with two M's, H-E-L-M-M. What the Helm? What yes. the Helm? No, Man the Helm. Man the Helm. Oh, of course. Uh, so Helm... They, you know, this is an interesting company because instead of sending you a plastic carton that you, like Bravo Sierra, their deodorants are all, all, all in a recyclable plastic sesame seed bun, you know, that you can uh, apply. Helm takes a different approach where they, they, you can pick from a container and you have two choices. Uh, the Chris Powell approved black on black. It's on order right now. And I'm looking forward to uh, test driving this, um, which is just a plastic applicator. Uh, and then, or you can get, I think they call it the compass. I Sounds think. good. Uh, and then, then you have this leather wrapped stainless steel, um, burly, almost mountain esque applicator. And, you buy pods, basically. These plastic um, recyclable... The deodorant business. Yeah, the, the deodorant business is basically sold to you in a, in a less than three ounce 
pod yeah. that you put into said applicator. So there is an additional cost that you have to buy an applicator, whether that be plastic but or... But it's far less than the actual total thing that you're throwing out. Right, right. Again, like the amount of plastic that I'm holding in my hand is le is maybe the size of a golf ball and a half yeah. with the product that you're you're paying for. Again, you're reducing the amount of branding and packaging that you ha you're paying for to start with. So it's an interesting notion and there's a few different companies out there. I just went with Helm because I liked their, their, um, their, the, the metal and leather wrapped thing. Absolutely. My, my wife got it for me for Christmas. But, um, the other thing is sense. So a, a lot of people in this day and age are very sensitive to the different perfumes. So, uh, I like the fact that like with Bravo Sierra, it's pretty neutral. Um, but if you're if you're a person that likes uh, male or female or however you may identify, the 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 scent that you can get with Helm, they have four different kinds, and really there's it just it's personal preference honestly. But the nice thing about Helm is unlike Bravo Sierra, Bravo Sierra has one formula. It's basically the more environmental um, uh, there's ingredients. no ingredients. You can go with Helm. You can go environmental ingredient. You can go sport, which is kind of less on the environmental and has some chemical in it, or full antiperspirant. Absolutely. So you can swap them out. So you initially introduced this to me, uh, made comment about that, and I'm like, you know, this is a really good idea. And so I checked out the website, and one thing that I like about Helm is you don't have a whole lot of decision fatigue. Nope. And this is a term I've used in a lot of cases. You don't know what decision fatigue is, uh, dear listener? Go to your grocery store and look at the toothpastes available or, or something like that. The deodorants that you have to choose from, I just want to give up and be stinky for the rest of the day. You get three, three or four to choose from, and they have different ingredients and things like that uh, for your personality. One thing that, uh, as we talk about those with fragrance sensitivity issues, and that's totally a thing, yeah. some people have a way to turn a nice fragrance into a weapon by putting <laughs> too much on. And AJ, you brought some of these products here, and as they've been uncorked, if yeah. you will. I'm not getting a... It's, <laughs> not, it's not caustic. No, it's not caustic, and it's, it's, a, it's a decent scent. It may not be mine, that's you. Yeah, yeah. You do you. But otherwise, the impact that we will have on one's olfactory senses may not be there. So check out um, Helm and Bravo Sierra. Let's talk about your face. So you, you, you're, you're a, a regular shaver, uh, much like myself. Uh, much on to the my face. wife's chagrin. She <laughs> likes to scruff, but that's another topic in itself. So let me ask you this. What do you use for, for your... What is your shaving technology? My shaving tech? <laughs> um, do you I, do electric? Do you do old school blades? What do you use? Uh, there was a time when I did the electric razor and I just... Do the electric razor. Do, yeah, do, do, exactly. Do, do. Yeah, you keep it up, homeboy. Um, I... <laughs> There was a time when I would try the technology and yeah, it was one thing. And I got to a point as I'm seeing like, do I really, I asked myself, do I really need eight blades on a razor to shave my face? And I'm like, you know, I used a Gillette Mach 3, three blades for about over a decade in my bachelor days, pre-wifey. And I did pretty well. I, I just like Mach 3 replacement blades. Yeah, they're expensive, but not as expensive as the six blade lawnmowers that are currently out there. So I just use a friggin' Mach 3. Okay. What about you? So let me ask you this. I'm, yes. I'm setting you up for this. Oh, okay. So, Set me so, up. So when you bought your initial Mach 3, how yeah. much How much was it? Oh, it was a re very reasonable price. You get the blade, you get the razor and maybe uh, uh, the first blade and a replacement for a very nominal price. And then you get the replacement blade cost. Right, right. And so that, that's what I'm trying to bust, bust everybody's chops on this is, is that um, when it comes to, to shaving, and I will say like here in the United States, like 
shaving with multiple blades is kind of the common place, but if you go otherwhere, other places in the world, that's irregular. Um, usually uh, most places in the world still use a safety razor. And if you don't know what a safety razor is, I'm not saying it is just a blade that you unfold and like Mick Dundee start shaving your cheek, okay? <laughs> a safety razor is kind of what you see out of like the, uh, dare I say like the Mad Men era, where yeah. it's basically a, a handle, you put a single blade in it, whether it's with a butterfly hatch or a three-piece hatch, and you shave that way. Um, for the last decade, that's how I've shaved. Uh, and with a, a bearded, bespoke person like myself, I shave a lot. Um, I hated the replacement cost of blades. So my wife, uh, thank you wifey, decided to, for my birthday, get me a safety razor just to try out and stuff. And she bought a Gagzooks pack of different uh, single blades. Really? Um, she didn't realize how many blades would come with it. I just ran out of blades for the first time in 10 years. She bought like a, <laughs> I kid you not, Chris, a thousand pack of blades from different manufacturers all around the world. Was that hundreds of dollars that she threw down on? No, it was probably like, I, I kid you not, like 15 bucks. Huh. I got like, I, me, I'll, I'll round up 20 bucks of blades for 10 years worth of use. If you're listening to this show while you are persevering through Costco right now and you look at the replacement <laughs> blades in that multi-pack, yeah. take a look at the price on what you're going to be paying for. Uh, uh, you know, that quantity of blades that you're currently dealing with. If you want to save some money, yeah. it doesn't matter. You're going to, your face is going to look great as, sure. you know, as a result. Just watch yourself with that safety blade. Yeah. Uh, but what a you know, price per blade. Six cents. I, I have it down to six cents. I mean, it, there's like, um, I, I make the joke in the show notes. Why be part of the dollar shave club when you can be part of the six cents a shave club? Yeah. Um, and the, I mean, getting a safety razor, honestly, you can go up on the, on the Zon or the Bay or wherever. They're usually about 10 or so dollars. They go, I mean, you can get them out of German steel forged oh, yeah. from Mordor if you'd like for like Gagzooks money, like anything else. But you can get a basic handle and head and then buy different blades from around the world. Um, and the reason why I say that is because the blades are sharpened differently for different kinds of hair. Do you have coarse hair? Do you have whatever? Um, and so you can try it out. Now, there is no guard per se on these blades. So when you shave, and I'm looking at specifically the, the people that have to shave their face a lot. Men, I'm looking at you. Yeah. Do not do like you saw uh, in your late 80s, early 90s films where everybody's like quickly shaving. You will cut your cheeks to beat heck. Shaving is something that is methodical. You should find some sort of zen in doing it. Like, it's one of those things where I have to shave pretty much every day, if not every other day. It sucks, okay? I get it. But again, bringing that lowercase l luxury to the process makes the difference. And you feel good. And you can smell good if you're using all the other stuff I'm talking about. All right. So we, we, where else are we going? So, so actually, I've got, I've got two other things with, with shaving. But it, uh, this is actually coming from my wife. So my wife, um, for, for the ladies or anyone else who wants to shave other than their face. Okay. A safety, that narrows it down. A single, however you may identify, however you shave, doing a straight uh, safety razor on you know, your legs or anything else that have curves, this can be a bit of a, uh, a pill. Oh, yeah. So my wife has used a safety razor on and off, and she finds it difficult. There's a company out there, and they are hard to get a hold of uh, their product. It's called Leaf. 
uh, Leaf Razor has basically your Gillette three, but with replaceable blades that are straight, uh, the straight use blades. Okay, so it's a triple blade with the safety Bingo. things in there. All right. So, so you can, and the benefit of this is, again, using a single, a single blade, they're recyclable. Matter of fact, Leaf, you can actually send your tin of blades back to Leaf and they'll recycle them for you. So That's again- helpful. No cost, no cost of uh, disposing them. Gillette has actually gotten on board with this as well, and have, have partnered with a company I believe called like MyTerra. TerraCycle. TerraCycle. Yep. And this is just good for anybody. If you're listening to the show and you're just like, I'm never going to go with a safety razor. Fine. But Gillette, if you ship your blades, whether it's your kind of blades with the plastic bits on it or uh, straight blades like mine, you can put it in a tin, ship it to them, and they'll they'll recycle it for you. All right. So there's avenues of doing that as well. Um, I'm going to go talk to you, and we're going to talk about the kitchen. Yeah, there's a couple ideas uh, as far as what you can consider for, you know, the... the uh when we go shopping, and if you're if you happen to notice one particular drawer, pull-out drawer in my house, we have a ton of those reusable. Uh, well, not really reusable, but those produce bags, the clear ones that you put the produce in. Uh, those are great in case we run out of doggy poo bags uh, on our walks. But there are some reusable produce bags, and I'm not talking about the the shopping bags that you put the the stuff in. Uh, drawstring shopping biodegradable, eco-friendly, all the descriptors. Uh, got a got a little bit of link to that in the show notes. And for the love of Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff, drink, drink out of a reusable clean canteen. Yes. Uh, like you mentioned last episode. Ah, all right. Um, think about how you're doing the shopping and what you are taking out of the store, not just the products, but also what you're putting them in. That's mm -hmm. one more uh, aspect because I really feel bad about having a huge clump of those plastic produce bags. Yeah. And just one more thing to add to what you can bring into the store. And hey, it can, you can get some to go with your personality depending on the color and uh, style of these bags. Another one, uh, let's, you know, for. Re rechargeable batteries. Yeah. So Lada IKEA, mm -hmm. uh, the Lada is the name of the product. Just to have something as a, a way to not throw away those double A, triple A, gnarly stuff that I don't know you can recycle batteries at all. I don't think that's very advisable in landfills. New. No. Uh, think about where you could go, uh, you know, for IKEA to get some rechargeable batteries, use some electricity to to keep that up. But yeah. one of the things that uh, people may not be thinking about is the utensils that you have. Now, when you go camping, you got your spork. You got your, I've, I've noticed my, my beautiful daughter uh, has been uh, getting uh, more familiar with using metal straws. Yeah. Uh, as you are doing your smoothies or whatever, as opposed to taking the plastic straws, which are probably biodegradable from the- In, in, our, in our city, yeah, it depends. Yeah. Depends where you're at. Think about reusable utensils. Now, there are some, um, available on a website, and AJ, I, I'm not—I didn't mention this until now—but there's one thing I'm doing in this show hmm. um, that is not in our show notes. But I'm—I'm I'm going to try to make it this year without providing a link to that one big megalith oh. site. I want to go to other places around. Dig it. When you tap on a, a link, it'll take you to another Nanazon site. Nanazon. Oh, oh Nanazon. Anyway, <laughs> check out a website called MightyNest.com. Taking a hard look at some reusable utensils huh. from those plastic forks and spoons. Comes in a little bit of container uh, for grown-up sets and kiddo sets as well, Rad. which can be helpful. Some, get your, you know, there's some bamboo going on there and some other materials, but to take that with you, in your pack 
uh, if you go out, or it, ladies, if you have it in your purse or whatever handbag you might be uh, rocking, uh, you can put those in there. And now you've got your cutlery, your utensils along with you. That is something that I think in the kitchen standpoint, wouldn't it be something to visualize a week of eating your meals with your family, but you're using the same silverware. Oh dear, you're not gonna put them in the dishwasher? No, you're gonna run it through some hot water and some soap. You're gonna let them dry, and then you're gonna get, use them for the next meal. How about that for a little bit of a, you know, sustainability? Sounds like mise en place right there. Exactly, AJ. So while you're in the kitchen, one tool that is always useful is tuning in to us on KMRE 102.3 FM. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're razor sharp on KMRE.org <laughs> in your knife drawer section of the internet. Dude, when you were going, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to do a break-in on that one. I okay. don't know. All the, the medication's wearing off, man. I'm losing my edge. <laughs> the one thing I'm going to go f hitting on is the sustainability of coffee. Yeah. And uh, I'm specifically going to be talking to those folks that are using pods. And here's the thing, like, uh, I, 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 we even did like a, a, a NPR style episode at my house in my kitchen doing the Camara made out of Italy. Yes. And it was, it was a tasty cup of coffee and the slow coffee movement yes. is alive and well in this world, especially in Bellingham and AJ's house. Yeah. So I would encourage you to take a look at Camara if you want a stove top, range top, a hundred dollar espresso type of maker, uh, that doesn't require pods or filters or anything like that. But um, if you're, if you are in the camp of pods and I've talked to some people where they, they like the convenience and stuff. And there, there has been argument back to me that some of the pods are recyclable. Okay, cool. However, I would even like to take it one step further. My dear pod listeners. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> I tried. Uh, I yeah, tried. Yeah, keep, keep going. Um, the look at both for K cup and Nespresso, there are stainless steel and or plastic versions where you can load your own. Oh, so, and I didn't know this about the Nespresso side of things because that's, it's a whole ecosystem and yes. pressurized and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, I put a, a link in the show notes. Drake, this time we mean it. Unfortunately, they are to Zons because I couldn't find That's all right. representatives. I didn't warn you ahead of time. I'm gonna, I like this idea. But think about it. There are, there are other websites out there to purchase the materials. Right, right. So both of these are refillable brewers, basically. And with the Nespresso one, it's I believe it's stainless steel and it has like an O-ring so it can make that pressure. Uh, I don't own either one of these machines, but I did want to throw it out because some of our podcast listeners are pod drinkers. Ah, uh, there you go. I want to I want to take a break from the kitchen for a little bit because you know that's coffee a whole, break. Uh, not quite. Um, I want to talk about some of the th shoes that you'd be wearing. Ah. Footwear. Um, there are a couple websites that have some pretty cool. Uh, repurposed and recycled materials on their shoes. And one of them in particular is called Nothing New Shoes. Uh, it's for both men and women. So, uh, on their website, uh, they will talk about how they repurpose five to six plastic bottles and uh, save about 160 gallons of water in the, in the creation of shoes. Go figure. Uh, it, made from 100% post-consumer recycled plastic with global recycled standard certification. Their words, not mine. Uh, some pretty decent shoes. If you think Chuck Taylor Converse, you might be on the a visual right track. Really? Now, these are a little bit uh, of, of a, a price tag. They're about a, over 100 bucks in some cases. Chuck's so do, can be that expensive. Uh, well, there you go. <laughs> I mean, about the kicks, hey, all bets are off. Yeah. But another one that caught my eye, <laughs> Donna Dunta's shoes that caught my, my eye. eye. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Um, made, ma made with recycled and vegan-friendly materials, which, you know, you don't want to eat the shoes, but it's always nice to have those type of materials. Uh, Finisterre is a type of 
a shoe company hmm. that have some Pampa, P-A-M-P-A, recycled boots. And a uh, little bit of a price tag, but from something that's made from recycled goods that still is comfy on your feet mm -hmm. uh, to go hiking around in the trails or even in the urban concrete jungle. Yeah. Check out Finisterre's Pampa Recycled Boots. Those caught my eye just from like, ooh, now when they go, hey, nice shoes, they're like, yep, they're sustainable, uh, just like me in relationships. All right. <laughs> so a <laughs> couple ideas and, and, and also one other link that uh, I want you to consider. We're talking a lot about Buy It For Life products. And uh, there actually is a website called Buy For Life. Really? Yep. Dot com. And we should have got that domain. Well, that would be awesome, but unfortunately it's taken. Uh, <laughs> maybe if I got buyferlife.com. Buy for life. Basically, what I like about this website is you can filter the choices available by a lifetime warranty. Oh, pl cool. Plastic-free, recyclable, vegan or no animal cruelty, whatever your, uh, whatever your wishes may be. In, in looking for products, here's a way to be able to filter out something like that and get some, uh, you know, true blue kind of stuff that you may want to consume or acquire. Uh, Buyforlife.com, I think it's a great site to check out just to get, expand your awareness of what's out there as opposed to what's on aisle six on your typical everything uh, one-stop shop store yeah. that we all know and deal with. Well, I think, actually, Chris, you kind of put this this two-part episode on its head. He hit it on the head. Is it a pile driver like all of the wrestling uh, drink references I've made? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you can smell what the rock is cooking. Okay. So, no, the thing is, is that for this, these two episodes, we really just wanted to really kind of showcase thinking, like thinking before you're buying, but putting it in the lens of, you know, hey, does this have uh, post-consumer recycled materials? Where does this go after I use it? Uh, is there animals either harmed in the making of this process and or is there animal in this, yeah. this product? Be more conscientious about where you're throwing your dollars at. Yeah, it can still be online. There's other sites out there. We are really, we rest our heads on the comfy pillow of convenience in so many ways. And luxury. Those Looney Tunes cartoons where Wile E. Coyote got like immediate shipment from the Acme company. Let's stop that in 2021, can we? Let's actually take ownership and responsibility. Oh my gosh, I use that R word again, responsibility. <clears throat> let's do some adulting here. Oh, adult. Some, yeah, let's get some products that are low impact on on where things are headed when we're done with them. Dig it. Couple of ideas for thought. So speaking of ideas for thought, you know what the next segment is. It's the quality assurance segment. Oh, this is my favorite part because these picks are picked for you by AJ Barsay and Chris Bell for your quality assurance. All right. And I'm on a mission to get rid of uh, screen time for a lot of us. And so I got a little bit of analog for y'all. Uh, I happened to notice a magazine in, uh, at least in our beautiful Village Books uh, independent bookseller store here in Fairhaven in Bellingham, there is a magazine called simply breathe. <gasps> exactly. And this is a, uh, a, a, a it's a decent uh, magazine I find. It's the, it's quote, the original mindfulness magazine for a calmer and more relaxed you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of us can use a little bit more calmer and relaxation uh, in our lives, especially in the articles that we're reading. Uh, there are five sections to the, to the uh, periodical, uh, well-being, living, mindfulness, creativity, and escape. All of these I would love to do sometime as I'm looking at a screen during most of the day. Uh, the second one is a book that is rather intriguing. It's called 24-6. Huh. And this is, uh, the tagline is the power of, un of unplugging for one day a week. 
All right, it's by T Tiffany Schlein, who is a well-regarded uh, internet pioneer and renowned filmmaker. Uh, by giving up screens for one day a week over a decade. Here's someone who will go first, mm -hmm. and she wrote about it. And so uh, you can, I put a link to this from IndieBound.org. Nice. Uh, this is an independent bookseller. You can get it hardcover and or uh, paperback for a reasonable price. Oh, by the way, there's other websites out there outside of that big Horkins site we always go to if we want to buy a book. Barnes & Noble? Nope. <laughs> uh, let's check out IndieBound.org in this case. AJ. Okay. There's a, there's no axing around this topic, but there's a, there's a sharp point you want to make about a new place in town. Yeah, there's one of our frequent listeners, a rakishly handsome, well-versed, wise uh, listener. Hi, Tom. Uh, he had uh, shared with me a new joint called Bellingham Axe. And no, this isn't Bellingham's deodorant for 20-something guys. This is a unique experience because you reserve a lane. Uh, it may cost you a, a few a few bucks to be able to reserve some time, and you can throw axes. What? You can throw knives. You can throw hatchets. This is something that is going to be uh, very cool. This is a place here in town. We got a link to it. I'd like for you to check out the website. This is where you can get your thud on, and I do oh, mean that. Yeah, I like that. Um, to be able to have some social gatherings. My my friend uh, decided to take his beautiful wife and daughter and boyfriend to a place to be able to throw stuff around. They have a little bit of uh, appetizers and some uh, drinks. What a great experience. So because we're at a park, uh, it seems like the, the Littles are coming in for lunch. So we're going to have to wrap this up, Yeah, Chris. let's stick a fork in this one. Go that for wraps it. wraps up for this edition of the Bellingham Podcast. Thank you again so much for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us, wherever you like to get your podcast. Remember, if you're in the Bellingham area, you might be listening to us on Camry 102.3 FM. They are community-powered and streaming all over the internet and including cover picnic areas at KMRE.org. <laughs> and on that note... Be more sustainable and think what you buy. I'm AJ Barce. Enjoy your time, Bellingham. This is Chris Powell. Thanks once again for joining us on the Bellingham Podcast. So this goes out to a very special listener because she's probably listening to it right now. Nancy, I miss you. You're the goods. Copy that. <laughs>